It's now time for Remember When with Uncle John. John Guess, Washita County's resident storyteller and local historian. Sit back now and enjoy a walk down memory lane as John recalls the days of yesteryear in his own unique way. You never know, some of it might even be true. So here's Uncle John, along with his trusty sidekick, Kelly Blair. Back on Remember When with Uncle John. Well, here we are on the start of a brand new week, but we really got something to look forward to at the end of this week, Johnny. We got Guest Fest coming up. Well, you know, back when Arkansas was in the Southwest Conference, you know, when we played Texas, we had Texas Week. You know, remember? Absolutely. And, of course, you know, when you're in high school, you got homecoming week. There you go. Well, at Red Hill, we got crawfish week. Absolutely. That's a that's a week I can get behind right there. You know, actually, we started doing this actually in 1982. I was working on an oil rig out in the Gulf, and uh, there were several of us from Chittister working down there. And we brought home two sacks of crawfish. Had access to, to some pretty good seafood. And, uh, you know, we thought we was, you know, we thought we was cutting a big and you know, wide open, you know, bringing home two sacks of crawfish. Oh, yeah. We all went down to the Little Missouri River, you know, and we uh, we didn't know what we was doing. But we, you know, we boiled up crawfish and throwed taters and corn and all that stuff in there with it, you know. And had a pretty good little crowd. Had a great time, you know. And, of course, next year we got a little bit bigger, and we just kept getting bigger. There you go. And then for a few years we didn't have it. And then uh, when I moved out on, uh, well, actually, my brother lived on Evergreen Street over here. Just a couple of blocks over. Uh, we had a we had one about 1989. It is in his driveway. Oh wow! Got four or five sacks, you know, crawfish. Went down to Monroe and got them. You know, had a few friends over. You know, so I had moved out on Highway 24, and we decided to have you know have one one year. A lot lot more space out there. And I, I think we got 10, 10 sacks, maybe about 300 pounds. Had a you know crowd full of people, a yard full of people, a lot of people from my work and. And, you know, uh, my brother from Fairview School, places like that, a lot of friends. And, uh, of course, it just kept getting bigger and bigger. I know one year uh, we had so many people, the uh, the neighbors called the sheriff's office. Go oh, for crying out loud. And uh, the dispatcher told them, says, we'll, uh, we'll let Sheriff, that's when Ben Garner was sheriff, we'll let, we'll let Sheriff Garner know because he's over there right now. <laughs> and uh, I'll never forget it. He, uh, him and, uh, you know, Sheriff Garner and Paul Lucas came out. Had a big time. We ate crawfish, you know. And of course, everybody brings pies and cakes and all that, you know. And of course, they was like a lot of folks. They was kind of hunkered around the the dessert table, you know. But, Absolutely. Uh, and of course, you know, it just kept getting bigger and bigger. And uh, then when we moved to Chittister about twenty years ago, we had plenty of room, and we knew a lot more people by that time, you know. So we we started getting bigger and bigger, and we progressed to the point now where. And, of course, one year, you know, our good friend, uh, Paul Lampkin, said, well, I'll bring you some pork, you know. Oh, yeah. They went out, you know, the day before, killed a couple of hogs, cooked them all night, brought pork. And so we decided, well, we'll add some chicken, you know. And we started doing chicken, chicken, uh, pork, crawfish. There you go. And then, you know, before you know it, we said, well, let's get us a band. Uh-huh. You know? And it just kept growing, you know. And it, it's to the point now where we, we usually do about 1,000 pounds of crawfish. Uh, a lot of pork, a lot of chicken, some Boston butts, and uh, we started selling T-shirts, and uh, you know started getting more bands. 
So, you know, it's just it's just like Walmart. It just gets bigger every year. Absolutely. You know, it, it is turned into its own festival, its own kind of holiday even kind of a thing. And uh, I had somebody ask me one time, said, well, you know, you got the Daffodil Festival and the Blossom Festival and all that. What What's that a festival for? I said, yes. Yeah. I mean, what, whatever you want it to be. You know, yeah. d- d- you don't even need a reason or make up a reason. If you got to have a reason, just come on out and have a good time. Absolutely. You know, there's... People think, well, I bet that gets kind of crazy up there, don't it? Well, you know, we're all old now. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, we got crazy a long time ago, but we're all too old to get crazy now. There you go. We all just sit around and eat and tell stories and have a good time and listen to the music. When did you add fireworks? Are we having fireworks Uh, this year? Well, we got to talk to the guy, Mr. David Allen. He did that the last time. Okay. No, we didn't have it last year because of the COVID. So we gotta we gonna make sure he brings some, yes. And you are actually have grown this thing up to the point they'll bring the crawfish to you. You order oh, yeah. so much of it. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> there yes. you go. You don't even have to make a run anymore. Right. So. Mm-hmm. There you go. I'm telling you, folks, it's going to be a great time. And the best part about it, you are invited. Everybody's invited. Absolutely. And it's only going to cost you nothing to get in come in have a good time eat all you want listen to the band if you want to make a donation to a good cause we'll certainly allow that we've got about uh, 350 t-shirts ordered if we run out we'll take your order and we'll always do a second a second printing there you go absolutely you cannot you're not going to be one of the cool cats in town if you don't have a guest fest t-shirt well you know we've got to get this over with this morning so i can get back up to the house and and get started on cleaning up getting everything ready you know uh, Actually, we don't know if this will be, we're calling it the 30th one, you know, but actually there's been more than 30, but we're calling it the 30th one because it sounds good. Officially. Officially, yes. Um, You know, uh, Denise got sick, you know, a few years ago, and and, uh, of course, you know, everybody knows that story, you know, she passed away in 2015. That was the first year in a long time that we didn't have it because she was, she was, you know, uh, uh, getting near the end of her her life and... uh, she begged us to have it right up until the day before we would have had to had to make you know the the, the news, but to make the announcement. But we just we could if if she could have gotten up and gotten out of the bed and came outside and done it, we would have done it. But she couldn't do that by that time, so uh, we didn't have it that year, which you know was a uh, you know it was a disappointment because of that. It's a disappointment because the situation we we were in did not have it. And, you know, it, when it was over, when, when she passed away, uh, I, I thought, well, I'm not going to do that anymore. I can't, you know, I can't do it anymore. Uh, I kind of talked to a few people and said, you know, I don't think I'm going to do the crawfish anymore. No, no, man, we got to do that. Uh, we come home to deer hunt. And we come home to eat crawfish. Or we come home for the holidays, and, and we come to see you in the spring to eat crawfish. And, you know, it just kind of grew. People kept saying, no, nah, please, please don't quit having it. So, you know, people started saying, look, we'll help you. We'll do whatever we need to do. And, you know, me and my girls got together and we decided what we would do was everything that we made before that, every all the profit we made, we'd put in the bank and keep for the next year. Right. And, and you know, so we would have a little cash on hand to, to get what we needed. Because uh, you got to buy all those T-shirts and buy right, all that because, food you know, on the front be- end. Before we started selling T-shirts, uh, we lost money. Yeah. We, we wasn't in it to try to make money. No, absolutely not. You know, and then we put out a tip jar, and people, you know, there was a couple of years we, you know, kind of broke even. A year or two, maybe we made a little bit of money, not much. But when we started selling T-shirts, we started making money. There you go. And uh, which really was only 
the year before, you know, a couple of years before Denise got sick. So when she passed away, we decided what we would do is when we, we had the crawfish boil, all the money we made after the expenses, after we paid for the crawfish and, the, and you know, everything that went in it, you know, we keep a record of it. Everything that we made, we would, we would, we would find somebody that had cancer and we would give it to them. There you go. And, and you know, it's, it's hard to decide who needs it, you know, because sure. everybody needs it. Yeah, and unfortunately, there's plenty of people out there, plenty of candidates. But, you know, we always seem to find somebody that's deserving of it, that's kind of maybe got a little little harder road than other folks, you know. And not, not to say that everybody's road's not hard. But anyway, you know, we, we started doing that, and it kind of made us, it, you know, it, it kind, of, kind of props up her memory. You know, we always think about her on that day. And we always think about her when we, when we donate that money to somebody, because that's what she would want us to do, yep. to help somebody, you know, do what we can to help folks. And, and you know, it kind of, uh, in a nice, polite way of saying it, it kind of makes, you know, some of the people look the other way at, at some of the things that go on. Of course, you know, it's not, a, it's not some kind of crazy place anyway, but, you know, there's they some rowdy folks around every once in a while, and. But, you know, there's never any trouble. Everybody comes to have a good time, eat, get their stomach full, laugh and talk and listen to the music. And, and you know, when we can walk away and, and help somebody, it, it, it's a lot of trouble to get there. But when it's over and you, you give somebody some money that can use it, uh, it makes you feel pretty good. Absolutely. And, you know, this year we've got a, we've got a real deserving young lady from Mort Hampton. We'll talk about her Thursday. Um, and you know, we, we just want to, uh, encourage everybody to come out. If you don't have your name on the t-shirt list and we sell out, I promise you we'll do, we always do a second, a second printing. Uh, we'll do a second printing. You'll get your shirt and she'll get part of that money as well. Absolutely. Need to go ahead and hit John up on Facebook or give him a call and order those t-shirts now though, if you can. But we'll, we'll, if we run out or we, we, we sell yours before you get there because it's first come, first serve. We're gonna have close to four hundred T shirts there. And when you walk up and want one, we're gonna we're gonna sell it. Absolutely. But there you if go. you don't get your shirt, we'll get you one. It might be a couple of weeks. But uh look forward to seeing everybody on Saturday. Hey, going out and having a good time for a good cause. I think your head's in the right place, John. Your heart's even in a better place. And what else? Go out and have a good time for a good cause. You can't beat that. It is Wasslin Wednesday. We got us a good one today, Johnny. You know, we got one of the originals right here. Yeah, this guy was the original. Mr. Rowdy Roddy Piper. I, uh, just when you think you have all the answers, I'll change the question. Uh, you know, he uh, they had a documentary on him Sunday night on A&E. Yep. And, uh, you know, it was it was really good. Uh, you know, Roddy Piper came along. He was a skinny little old wet dish rag of a kid, you know. Never looked like a wrestler. About 14, 15 years old, you would have thought, you know, he, he should have been in detention hall or something, you know. Maybe a boxer, but not a wrestler. But I'm telling you, he proved to be a tough guy, man. Absolutely. Well, you got to be tough to wear a dress, I mean a kilt, out in the world of wrestling. Absolutely. You know, uh, uh, Ric Flair said when he inducted him into the Hall of Fame in, in 2005 that he was the most gifted entertainer in the history of pro wrestling. There you go. Coming from Ric Flair, that's a big compliment. No know? doubt about it. And Ric Flair, Greg Valentine, Don Morocco, man, that was a crew right there, that running buddies galore. You know, and, and I, I, I base everything I got 
pre-WWWF, you know. Right. When he was in the Mid-Atlantic or Georgia uh, back in the late 70s, early 80s, you know, you know, he kept a roll of quarters in his pocket. You know, and he wasn't scared to hit somebody with them. There you go. You know, he was a uh, he was a tough guy, man. And, you know, he'd done a lot of big, bold talking, but he backed it up, too. Got to be able to go out and back it up. And, you know, uh, the stories you hear about him, the things you read about him out of the ring let you know the guy was the guy was clinically insane, probably. More than likely. Uh, but, you know, he was a tough guy. Uh, uh, he was one of those that that was he wasn't in it for the money. You know, a lot of them are in it for the money. What they can, he was he was a wrestler. Yeah. He was he was a uh, an entertainer. An entertainer and a wrestler. A show and, off. A show off, <laughs> yes. But he was good at it and uh you know, he he was one of those that like I said if you met him on the street, you wouldn't you, you know, you'd think he was a uh maybe a dentist. Right. Before you would a wrestler. You know, of course, you know, the wrestling led to he was in dozens of movies, TV shows. They live the biggest one. That's right. You know, and of course that famous line, you know. I've here to uh, kick ass and chew bubble gum. And I'm and all, all out, out of bubble gum. gum. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, he was a, uh, uh, just a, a, he told, you know, he, he was upset. You could, you could really tell he was upset the way the wrestling industry had gone. Oh, yeah. And he was pretty vocal about it. You know, he would, he would bury his soul on TV. About you know the steroid use and the drugs and the the hard living and the the people the friends that he lost, and you know he uh, he was he was very vocal about it, but he was a top notch wrestler, a very good entertainer, uh, and I like as I said, I base all my stuff pre pre WrestleMania one you know right right back back when it was we all we all said back when it was real yeah absolutely but <laughs> you talk about WrestleMania one, Roddy Piper. Right there. I mean, yeah, Hulkamania, you know, Hulk, Hulkamania running wild and all that kind of stuff. You can't have a great hero without an outstanding villain. The Avengers are nothing without Thanos or, you know, Rocky's no good without, you know, somebody to beat up in the ring. And Hulk Hogan, Rowdy Roddy Piper and Paul Orndorff and Cowboy Bob Orton, they make Hulk Hogan as big as he got to be. That's right. You know, Piper's Pit was a big deal. Absolutely. You know, everybody was on Piper's Pit, you know. A lot of great moments on Piper's I mean, you know, who, who don't remember him hitting Jimmy Snook in the head with the coconut? Coconut, you know? there you go. But uh, great, great entertainer, great wrestler, uh, a, a good actor, uh, and an all-around family man. He loved his wife. He had four kids, and, you know, he he, uh, he was loyal to his kids and his family and his friends. Great wrestler, gone too soon. Passed away in his sleep uh, in 2015 at 61 years old. Uh not the way you'd think he would have went out. No, uh, if anybody would have gone out not in their sleep, you would have thought it would have been the hot rod. But, I mean, you know, hey, you never know. It happens. That's right. But absolutely a great wrestler, great entertainer, and, again, can't have all those great villains without I – mean, excuse me, a great hero without a great villain to play him off of. Absolutely. We're closing in, John. Guest Fest 2021 right around the corner. Tell us what we got lined up for this year. Well, you know, we've got we've got three bands. Uh, got Miss Jane Stover Hoffman's band. They're going to start us out, you know, and uh, they'll play a couple hours. And then we've got uh, uh, my good friend Billy Lowe, Butch Marr, Sean, you know, uh, Sean Marr and them. They got uh, the White Dog Band. There you go. They're going to play the they're going to play middle of the evening. And then my good friend Tony Blevins, uh, F and A. They're going to play later in the evening or into the night. You know, good band. And and so you know we're gonna we're going to uh, uh, we're gonna have plenty of crawfish. 
Miss Leanne Garcia, young lady from Northampton, has got cancer, got several kids, and uh, hopefully she's going to be able to make it. We're going to, uh, when we get everything paid for and everything taken care of, we're going to give her whatever money we make, and hopefully it's going to be quite a bit. You know, there you go. Uh, we don't care about making no money for ourselves. Uh, we want to do what we can to help somebody, and uh, she's a our good friend Clifton and Angela Humphreys. You know it, uh, the Flaming Pig. Absolutely. They held a uh, a uh, barbecue fundraiser for about a month ago, uptown here, and I talked to Clifton, and he was you know telling me her situation, and I, I talked to my girls, and we said, well, yeah, that's what we're gonna do. There that's you what we're gonna do. But you know, uh, a lot of times everybody looks at me, but I ain't the only one. You know, I got both my daughter, of course, my wife Pam. Uh, you know, my, both my daughters, my son-in-laws, uh, my brother. You know, he could. You know, my brother Jerry and and my nephew Josh and his best friend Kevin. And Miss Lori Oglesby, Lori. You got a whole crew that does nothing but cook crawfish through the whole thing. Miss Lori Oglesby Petter, you know, who used to teach at Fairview here, lives in McKinney, Texas now. Uh, she's our she's our connoisseur. She, oh, there you go. She knows the whole all the tricks. She got trade. the secret recipe, huh? You know, we got the the, you know, the the great musicians playing. We got all these people. Mr. Paul Lampkin and his sons, you know, his kids, his family. They donate the pork. Uh, Freddie Richardson and Lee Mosley, they take care of the chicken. You know, uh, Booger Weaver over at uh, Max and Garden Oaks, he donates the chicken. There you go. You know, we have a lot of people that helps. A lot of people look at me like I'm the I'm the king daddy here, you know. I'm just one one gear in the cog, as they yep. say. Yeah, that, you're just a celebrity with the name on one the front. Guy, one, 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 one cog in the gear. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just, it's in my house. There you go. But uh, it, it takes a lot more than me to do it. Of course, you know we'll be there on the uh, on remote. You know Y ninety five, the uh, the Remember When gang will be there on remote. But uh, you know it's a good day. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, it looks like maybe the weather's going to cooperate. That'll be good. So you know uh, we're going to come out. We're going to eat. We're going to tell stories. Make some more memories. Uh, see people that we a lot of times we only see once a year. Absolutely. And, of course, since we didn't have it last year, some of these people we ain't seen in two years. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, the greatest thing about it is you ain't got to be on a list. No. You don't have to join the Chamber of Commerce. No. You, you don't have to. Uh, you don't have to buy a parking ticket. You don't have to get your t- your hand stamped. You don't have to do any of that. All you got to do is come find a place to park, get down to the house, and enjoy yourself. Absolutely. The one thing I would suggest, bring a lawn chair. Yep. Bring something to sit in. And, and, uh, and, you know, uh, if you got a phone with a camera on it, take some pictures because a lot of folks won't believe it. Absolutely. Now, give, uh, probably need to let some people know where you live. So if they want to co- try to come find you on Saturday, maybe they can uh, listen to this and have an idea. Uh, if you got GPS, and most folks do, it's 739 Washita 24. 739 Go to, to Chittister. Uh, go down to the Baptist Church. Turn left, that's County Road 22. You go out three miles to the Red Hill Crossroads. Turn left, that's County Road 24, and you go up three more miles. There you go. If you're coming in from Prescott, Garden, uh, you turn on Highway 368 there at the Reader exit. You come down to three miles to the old store in Reader and just go straight. You don't, you don't turn to the left to the right, go straight. It's about three miles from there. Absolutely. And uh, we'll be there all day. We're going to have plenty to eat, plenty of music to listen to, plenty of laughs, plenty of friends, plenty of fun. 
And when you get there, if you hadn't already pre-ordered a T-shirt, buy a T-shirt because that's where most of the fundraising comes from to help out this family. And like I've told folks, if you've ordered a T-shirt, you better come get it because we're going to sell it. If you still want one, we'll get you one the next printing because we all, Mr. Ted Barnes, Ted and Suzanne Barnes do our T-shirts. There you go. Do an excellent job. Uh if you don't if you don't get a shirt the first go around, we'll get you a t-shirt. No question about it. And don't come back later and say, nobody invited me. I didn't know if I was supposed to come or not, anything like that. Everybody's invited. Get your butt on down to Guest Fest this Saturday. Two years ago we had people from thirteen states. So Hey, we need to break that record. So you know, we're we're gonna have a good time tomorrow. Everybody uh, uh, Saturday, I'm sorry. Everybody come on out. I'm from a state of confusion. Will that count twice? Yes, absolutely. We'll- You've been listening to Remember When with Uncle John on Y95. This broadcast can be heard each weekday morning at 645 on South Arkansas's favorite station, Y95.